So today's Amid is Daf Laman Aleph and Aleph, starting from the Mishnah of Adam of Laman of Abayz, a whole new sugya. A little bit of uh, sugya, right? Psachem has really, uh, someone told me, you know, they say Ksuvis is Shaskat, and he thinks Psachem is Shaskat. So many sugyas has, uh, you know, Tyrus and Kachim and, and Eridea and has Nizikin and all sorts of things. Okay. Dr. Vishnu, if you have a guy that lent the Yid money, and the collateral, right, the mashkin for the money, the shibit for the money, the lien, was the chametz. The Yid has chametz, right? Yeah, you can imagine, you know, maybe an expensive chametz, right? He has a lot of. Sourdough or schnapps or face or uh, inventory of chametz, and he lends my borrows money, and the chametz is the collateral. So it belongs to the yid. The guy lent him money. After Pesach, it's mutubahana. And in other words, it's considered it belongs to a guy. Right? That's a tremendous kiddush. Yeah, the chametz belongs to a yid. He took a loan with the chametz being the collateral, the mashkin. And it's mitabana. It's like it belongs to the guy. Right? Doesn't sound like he is mevatol the chametz. Right? Certainly they get rid of the chametz, right? It's mitabana. So Rashi says that the Gemara, the common the Gemara, right? Rashi is a little bothered. Like. So he says, it gives us a little bit, uh, in, right? Gives a sneak preview. The Gemara says that's talking about that he actually brought the chametz to the house of the guy. As it wasn't just the collateral in the house of the Yid, right? it was a mashkin. So all this chametz ended up in the house of the guy. <coughs> and so Rashi says like this, It came the time it didn't pay him. And it wasn't missing collection. So it sounds like the time for the payment was really after Pesach. That's what it sounds like in Rashi, right? If the time was before Pesach, then it's Pashat. If he gave him the chametz in payment of the loan, so then it belongs to the guy. Like, why not, right? There it says, it wasn't yet the time. In other words, he could have redeemed the chametz. Right? It was a loan. Right? You go to a pawn shop. Right? You want to borrow money. So you give him something valuable, Right? You give him your violin, and they give you $200 as a loan. So the way it works is, if you come back and pay them the loan, right? They usually charge you interest or some sort of a fee or something, they have to make some money. So you'll get back your item, right? But if it comes a time, right, that's it. It expires, and then they could keep your item, and then they could sell it, right? Maybe make more money than the loan. That's the idea. Right? So if he gave the chametz and he gave it to the guy, so even though on Pesach he still had a chance to redeem it, so that would be a Vebechidish, right? Technically it's still his. But since Lamaiset came up the time and he never redeemed it, and it wasn't missing collection, right? The guy already had it, he had it in his possession. So he shows from the time he already gave it, that's already considered his. 
the time he gave it's already considered this. Okay. Yisrael Shehuva as Nachri Al Chemsay Achel Pesach. The opposite way. Let's say the Yid is lending the money, the guy owns the Chametz, and now it's after Pesach. So Rashi says also, he gave it already, he gave it, right? He, he gave it, put it into the Yid's possession, and then it came the time it didn't pay it. So from the time that he, here, here he says, interesting, from the time he lent it. Right, the Rashi before this had said Misha Shehina Wetzla Havendi Day from the time that he uh, and here he says Mahusha the Eisve from the time that he lent it. Shalos, why did Rashi change it? Presumably, it's all the same time. The time that he lent the money, that's the time where he gave the Mashkin. In other words, it's Al Chemtzei means right. Yeah, you see, usually when when it's dealing with Metalplum, it's a little bit hard to make a Shibud if you're not actually. Giving it to him, right? How, how are you going to enforce the shibud? Right? Okay, but that's how Rashi explains the Mishnah. Right? So, so, so right though, even with the Rina, it's like it's a big Kiddush, that when you borrow money and you give a mashkin, if you don't end up paying the money, and the mashkin ends up belonging to the person who lent the money, and the mashkin was in his possession, so from the time he was in his possession, or from the time he lent the money, it's considered to be his. And the Gabi Pesach, if it's the guy that lent the money, so the Chametz is considered to be the guy's and it's Mutabana. If it's the Yid that lent the money, so the Chametz is considered to be the Yid's and it's Asabana. Yeah, Lachayra. Lachayra, we have a Balayra. Yeah, why did it only say in this case? I'm not sure. Lachayra. Okay. Itmar. So now the Gemara starts to seek it. Baal Chayv. Baal Chayv. Rashi says, Ha'mal v'schavei v'shibud lo'y nechasav, sh'mlayef v'lachadyeim p'layni gavav m'nechsei. The Giz par. Let's say somebody lends someone money. And he says, the nechasav am m'shubud for this loan. Right? Normally we're dealing with karka. You lend someone money, and you have the karka that's m'shubud to the loan. So Baal Chayv. Abaya o'ma l'mafreya hu gaiva. Abaya says that when he collects the karka, it's considered like he owned the karka from the very beginning. I'm afraid you gave him. It's a shibut. Right? It's a shibut. It's a lien. Right? So, it's considered to be that you own the karka already from before. Right? Because a shibut is like a Kenyan. Well, it depends what happens in the end. If he pays back the loan and money, so then he never really got the karka. So even though it was Meshubit, it's not considered to have, to have ever been his. But if he does collect from the karka, so he considered Ki'ilu, he owned the karka the entire time. That's what Abayi said. Lemafreya who gave him. His collection works from the time of the loan. When you make a shibud. As a shibud, is midli talivikai. Right? The shibud is, it depends. If it's, if you don't end up collecting, so then it's not yours, but if you end up collecting, it was yours from the very beginning. And Shalaz, why isn't it like Breira? And particularly, and it's not necessarily, and it's a question, is it necessarily when you made an apaitigi, a shibut on a specific karka? Well, let's say it was a general shibut. So which karka was yours from the beginning? You didn't know which one you're going to take. You took one of several. So why isn't there an issue of Breira? Okay, fine. 
That's what Abayi says. The Mefrei who gave him. The Rav Amay. Rav says no. We can't allow Bo who gave him. No, it's not considered yours. It's considered yours from the time you actually collected it. But before you possessed it, it's not considered yours. Kanal Abogav. So Gemara says like this: Kaleka the Akdish Leva Vizavan Leva. Let's say you have a Shibud. And before he had a chance to collect the Karka, the Leva went and was Makdashit. Or he sold it. So Maybe you'll say that's the Machlekes, right? Abayi says, Abayi says, okay, you were Makdash, you sold it. I'm going to take it away from Hektish, or from your Lekech, and the Mefreyu belonged to me. And what would Rav say? No, you can't, because it's not yours. But everyone agrees you could. Everyone agrees that in that case, the Malva could come and collect it from the Lekech, and even from Hektish. He could be paid it from Hektish. The Tanan, because the Mishnah says, Moisif a dinar, you add one dinar, you pay this in a chasam, and you pay it in a chasam. So if you have karka, it's mashubbat to you, and he's makdashit. So the Mishnah says, you could give one dinar, much less than the value of the thing, and be paid it. And you could, you could collect your chiv. And Rashi says, the only reason why you give a dinar is, he brings from the Gemara it's only because there are one in Really, it never really belongs to Hektish because it's Meshubit. You can't give Hektish something which is Meshubit. So Rashi brings down a Gemara, Hektish Chametz V'Shichr Mafkim Midei Shibut. There's a Gemara that Hektish Chametz and Shichr are Mafkim Midei Shibut. In other words, something's Meshubit to someone and he's Makdashit, or it's Chametz V'Pesach. Right? I guess maybe it's Meshubit to a guy and it becomes Chametz Pesach, or a slave is Meshubit to someone and you free the slave. It's Mefkim Shibut, so the guy loses out. Why? Because that's it. It, it, uh, it happened, you know, the Hektish happened, the Chametz happened, the Shekhar happened, it's Mefkim Shibut. Sayakam here was saying that when he's Makdashit, he could collect it from Hektish. So Rashi says, that's from Akdusha Saguf. Kedushas Aguf doesn't follow the Mominus, even though it's Meshubit to you. But if he's Makdashit, that's it. That's Mafkiya Deshibit. Mashek and Kedushas Damim. So Pashas Dabshan is like this, because Kedushas Damim, Hektish has a right to it, like as if they would have bought it. And Kedushas Aguf is a Chalais Isser. You make a Chalais Isser, that's it. It's Mafkiya Deshibit. What are you going to do? Tzaser, nothing you can do. But Kedusha's Dhammim is not a Chalai sister. Kedusha's Dhammim is a Mammon. Hektish owns it. But Hektish doesn't have more rights to it than if they would have been a regular buyer. And there, my Shibit's first. You can't sell it if it's Meshubit to me. I could take it from the Lekech. Who then I could take it from the Hektish? That's Pashib Shad how you learn. Problem is, there's a Rashi before that's a little bit schwer. Because Rashi says here, Right? Hechad Akdish Leiva Vizavan Leiva Kulam Lai Pligi Rashi and Amin Aleph Kulam Lai Pligi Rashi says like this Kulam Lai Pligi I feel the Rav Adama Anach Shafayi B'Shuz Leiva Even according to Rav that says that till now it's B'Shuz Leiva Right? 
towards the bottom of Amun Aleph. Maidahu the emichirasul achayim mechiriv enik tashi hektish. He's made that when you sell it or when you makdish it, it doesn't go. So Pashas, you would say, what's the reason why? Okay, you sold it, you will makdish it, but my shibut comes before. My shibut overrides the sale. In other words, I'm able to take it away because it's mishubit to me. I'm like the lekeach region, even though I don't own it, but the shibut alone is enough. The Rashi says, mishkan fine, because it's already mishubit amava. Avagav shein shalei enim b'shusei, v'achmana amish, k'yaktish is beis ha-kaydish, m'veis ha-bishusei, avkol b'shusei. That's what Rashi says, the banim of Amun Aleph. So, Rashi says the reason why you can't sell it in Maktish is because it's called Enei B'shusei. But that's a little schwer. That's not the word. If it's Enei B'shusei, that shouldn't work for Kedusha Seguf either. Right? If it's Enei B'shusei, it shouldn't work even if he doesn't collect it. The word is because, yes, you could sell it, but I could take it back because my Shibud comes first. That's the idea of Shibud. I have a schus to get it, even from the lekeach. Alright, a bissel, which needs some beer. Fine. But anyway, so back to the Gemara, right? The Gemara says, When he collects his sack, it was from the very beginning. And Rabbi says, no, he gets it from the time that he collects it. Now, if the loiva is the one that sold it, or was makdashit, Everyone agrees that the Malva could take it. Even if you're the Makanal Bagaiva, because it's Mushubitim. It's Mushubitim, so he could take it. Even from Hektish, as long as his Kedush is Damim, he could take it. Keep Ligi, the Zavan Malva, the Kaddish Malva. What's the Machlegas, the Bayan Rav? Where does it come out of practical Afghamina? Let's say somebody lends someone money and the fields are Mushubit. And before he got to collecting it, he says, I want to sell this field to somebody. Or I want to be Makdish the field. And after he collects it, he changes his mind. He says, no. I sold you the field, but I changed my mind. I want to retract the sale. What do you mean? It's binding. It's not binding. It wasn't mine at the time. Right? I didn't collect it yet. So I sold you something which didn't yet belong to me. So therefore, I don't have to honor my sale or my hektish. So, Abayah says, no. Abayah says, my friend who gave it. No, Abayah says, it is considered yours at the whole time. You go back, it's a retroactive collection. Cave in the mud is in the Since it reaches the time and he didn't pay, the Glory Muslim the Mikari So you see that originally it's considered it was Bizushus, the Shapir Akdish, the Zavin, and that's a good Hakdish, a good sale. So it's considered considered like it belongs to the Malva from the very beginning. And if the Malva sold it or was Makdish it, it's valid. And he can't be Khazir. The Rava Amar, no, Mikanalabhava. The Gviya is only Mikanal Abab. Since the person had an option, right, it didn't have to belong to the Malva. If he would have paid him back, he has no claim on the field. He only has a claim on the field if he doesn't pay him back, if he would have money. So he'd be in the right. right? You don't own it, you lend me money. If I pay you back the money, fine. If I don't pay you back the money, then you collect it. So then Ishtakach, you see the Hashtakakani that he's kind of now. And any sale or hektish he did beforehand wouldn't be valid. He wouldn't be mechayiv to uh, honor it. Okay, that's a machlekes. Right? Well, of course, we'll see. We're going to get to the Mishnah. But right now, we're dealing with karka. Abaya says that when karka is mishubit to you, if you end up being collecting the karka, it's considered like it was yours from the very beginning. 
and any hektish or sale you made on it, the malva made on it, is going to be valid? And Rabbi says, no. If, even if you collect it, it's considered yours only from then. If you sold it or umaktish, it doesn't work. Everyone agrees that if the leifah sold them was makdishit, your shibud overrides that. Everyone agrees to that. Right? Pashas, because even if it's not yours, but it's mishubit to you. So you have a schus gevayna from the hektish or from the right leifah. Like we said, Rashi threw in a thing that it was ainer b'shusay, that's why his sale wasn't valid. Right? It was called ainer b'shusay, a little bit schwer. If it's ainer b'shusay, see if it shouldn't work. See, it's interesting also, the Gemara didn't make a chilek, who gets the payers. Kibshutai, when you lend somebody money, and the character is Meshubit, the, 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 what's it called, the Leiva, still eats the payers. Until you, right? That's true according to Avaya, it doesn't say clearly, right? It just says that his, his sale was good. That's what some people say, even according to Abayah, it's not mamish, not mamish belongs to you. It's, uh, it's like a Kenyan Shibud, it's like a Chatsi Kenyan, whatever it is. It's like a Kenyan Aguf, maybe, instead of a Kenyan Paris. That's what Shail exactly had to understand according to Abayah. Because otherwise, the Gemara could have said more simply, the question is, does he have to give you all the Paris that he ate till, uh, till that time? Right? He says, that doesn't sound like it. Okay. According to the Bible, would he be over a ball of Ural during the time? Right, so that's the shot. So going to bring it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it should be talking. So Did Rav say, Balchay Mikan al-Bogayvim? Va'amu Rami Bachama. Rami Bachama said the following halacha. Okay? A little complicated. Ruvain, Shemacha Sadal Shimon Bachrais. Ruvain went. And he sold his field to Shimon. And Bachrayas means that the rule is, in case Ruvain's Balchayv is Gaiva the field, in case Ruvain, Ruvain maybe owes money to somebody else, not to Shimon, right? In case Ruvain owes money, in case Ruvain's Malva takes away the field, so then Ruvain will have to pay back the money to Shimon, right? That's Achrayas, right? So Ruvain Ruvain sold the field to Shimon and the rule was in case Ruvain's Malva takes the field Ruvain's going to have to pay Shimon back. Now, the problem was Shimon never paid for the field. What happened was is that Shimon didn't pay for the field right away. So Shimon says, you know something? I'm going to make a loan document. Right? I'm going to make a Shtar Chayv. And that's going to be the for the value of the field, right? Let's assign the field the value, right? The field, the field is worth ten thousand dollars, right? Ruvain sells it to Shimon. Now the field belongs to Shimon. Shimon owes Ruvain ten thousand dollars. Okay, and Zagavol b'Milva. So Shimon has a loan ten thousand dollars. Now Ruvain happens to owe somebody ten thousand dollars. Happens to owe someone ten thousand dollars. And this field is part of the shibut, and it's part of the deal. Then, in case that guy that Reuven owes ten thousand dollars to will go and take away this field, so now Reuven will have to pay the ten thousand dollars to Shimon. Okay, so far so good. Now, where's Reuven? Now, Reuven dies. For us, about the Reuven. And now the the Malva of Ruvain, the Bachaiva of Ruvain came, Vitaya Flame Shimon. 
So he comes to Shimon and he says, Our uh, departed friend Ruvain, who's no longer alive, owed me $10,000. He never paid me back. I have no choice but to collect from the property. I understand you bought this property, feel bad about it, but uh, I have to collect my money. So Shimon said, okay, I'll tell you what, I like this field. I'll give you the $10,000 money, and you'll, you'll get your loan back, and everyone will be even. Right? Why do you have to go and collect the field and that? I'll give you money. So Ruben Zbalchayv was agreeable. Right? So, so far so good. So now, I would think, right? Israel and is coming to tell you tremendous Kiddush, right? But I would think, okay, so we're all even. I mean, all's well, that ends well, because don't forget Shimon never paid for the field. So now he pays his $10,000 to Ruvain's Malchayiv, and now uh, everything's fine. So he says, no. Do you know who the halacha is that, right? Uh, maybe he, he's saying the word dinahu, because maybe he didn't think it was like a lefnimish or didn't. You know, maybe this doesn't sound so fair, but that's something that comes out. But dinahu, the asub de Ruvain for Amal Shimon, that the children of Ruvain could tell Shimon the following. And then, we we never received karka from uh, from my father, right? So we don't have to pay you back your the money for that Christ. Right? Now, let's say Shimon would have paid for the field. But the Yusayimim never would have received karka from their father. The rule is like this. If somebody owes money, and he dies, so his karka is still mashubit. Any karka he has is still mashubit. So whatever, whoever could get karka from his estate could get it. But any metaltum is not mashubit. On the other hand, if people owe him money, they have to pay as you say, they have to pay as Yerushim, right? So the Yerushim are in a little bit of an advantage. If they were in Yerush Karka, they don't have to pay back any of his debts. But on the other hand, the debts that are owed to him, right, they could collect. Right? They're the Yerushim. Okay. So they want to tell Shimon like this. Shimon, we don't owe you any money for the Achrais. Because that's metantal, right? We never uh, received karka from our father, right? The idea that we should owe you money, metantal the asmalimishdam. Our father would have owed you money, ten thousand dollars, because the field was taken away, but we don't owe you the money. On the other hand, you owe us money, right? So you owe us money. So you still have to pay the $10,000 you owe my father for the field, even though you paid money for the Baal Right? Taisa says, who would then if he wouldn't have paid money? Who would then if the Baal would have taken the field? It would be the same thing. Right? Right? The Baal Chayv Bezuzi Taisa is just the Rabusa. I mean, the same thing. So you're really out, right? Not only did you lose the field, and there's no way you can get it back because the achrayis was we don't have to pay it because metal to the but on the other hand you still have to pay us money 
said, what do you mean? But I paid him the money. No, that's a different thing. You paid him the money because that was for the karka. Right? So he's going to get the karka because our father's karka is mishubit. Mashiach came to get money from us. You can't. Because we... Um, Right? Because we don't know. So you still have to pay us the $10,000. And Rabbi Chama says, that's a din. That's not Allah. Okay. Rabbi Chama says, the Gaval de Gechidish, right? Gaval de So Rabbi says, no, we have a way out. If Shimon's smart, he'll give them karka. What will he do? Say, you know, I owe you $10,000? Okay. His ten thousand dollars worth of karka, right? Okay. Behold the government, I. Oh, now you have karka. Oh, so now you owe me ten thousand dollars, and now it's not metaltum anymore. Now you have karka. I gave you the karka. So now we can get it back. The Amr of Nachman, because of Nachman said, "You say we should go with karka b'chayvus neviim, b'al chayiv chayzev v'gayvaisim ahead." Now Nachman says like this: If you have your same. Like we said, they their father owes somebody money, and people owe their father money. So the person that the father owed money to, he comes to the Yusayimim, can I have the money? I'm sorry, I don't have any karka, and metaltem not meshubit. So now there's another guy that owed their father money. So Rav Nachman said, in case they collect karka, so now, oh, now you do have karka. Oh, I have karka. So the Balchayif could go and be gaiva. So that's what Rav had said about Rav Bachamah's halacha, right? Here, Shimon's in a really unfair situation. He has to pay for a field which there was a chrais, but the chrais he can't collect because without the liasmi. On the other hand, he still has to pay. Very good, Eitzah. Pay him karka. And then you'll collect, right? If, right? It's just, in this situation where both you owe money and you're owed money, Right? That's how the situation ended up. You owe money. But on the other hand, he owes you money. Right? And the debts didn't cancel out. Because they didn't really come to fruition until then, right? So you owe the money. That's even... If I don't have karka, right? I only owe you money if I have karka. Good. So if I owe money, so I'll give you karka for the money. And now, you have karka. Now I can take it back. Just like... Just like... The Balchayiv that gave him the money, he could go take it back. So, the Gemara challenges this halacha. Right? Rav apparently holds of this halacha that if you say him, will give a karka so that becomes part of their father's estate, and a Balchayiv could be gaiva. Why is that true? Why don't we say this car can never belong to the father? This car can never belong to the father. Why is it true that if I'm gaiva karka b'chayva savim, the b'chayva skays of the gaiva? Any karka that belonged to the father is meshubit, and the yisayimim are going to have to give the karka. This karka, right? Let's say yisayimim buy karka. Their father leaves them metaltalim. Their father didn't leave them any karka. He left them money, and he took money, and they bought karka. Could the b'chayva gaiva that karka? No. That karka never belonged to the father. Taltal the asalim That's it. The chayva is gone. What could you do? Right? So, if they were gave the karka b'chayva sevim, why isn't that considered just like they bought karka? Elamai. If you say that any time you collect karka in a chayva, it's ki'ilu, you had the karka the whole time, it's a very pashit. 
That's why you could collect it again from them. The command the governor because it's as if it was collected from the time the father was alive. Because since his character was Meshubit, and a Shibit is like a Kenyan, any time the Shibit comes to fruition ends up with a Gvi, even though the father is no longer alive, he had it the whole time. So now it's part of the father's estate. So now the the, the Shibit is going to be chal on that. But if you're going to say, Why do you collect it from them? It should be like they bought the chasim. If they bought the chasim after their father died, that doesn't become a shibit to the balchayv. So here's the Gemara's cash. Rav says, What does it mean? That even though it was Meshubin, it's only considered your karka from the time you got it. So how come Rava holds Yisaymim Shagavu karka b'chayvus Naviyim b'chayv chayzav v'gayvimahem that Yisaymim that that collected karka for the father's chayv that becomes part of the father's estate and now the Malva could collect that karka. Feolim afreiv gayv is very good. Goes back to feolim. Mekanal b'gayv. So why is that true? Right? So that's the kasha. Ravos Mikanal Bagaiva. So why does he hold this halacha? So the Gemara says, no, Shani Hasam, the Amaluhu, it's different. Because the person, the Bachayv that's collecting, could tell the Yusaymim, just like this karka is Meshubah to your father. So your father, meaning you, have a right to collect it because of the Shibut. But Meshtab the Nami Labachayv, the Avuchayv. Not that it actually belonged to your father. But it was Meshubit to your father, right? That alone could make it Meshubit to me. If it's Meshubit to your father, and your father's Nechassim are Meshubit to me, so that makes it Ke'ilu is directly Meshubit to me. Why? There's a famous thing called Shibudu Der Abnasen. Rav Nassim said the following halacha. The Tanya, the Tanya Rabbi Nassim said, Rav Nassim, If Ruvain owes Shimon a hundred dollars, and Shimon owes Levi a hundred dollars, so minayin shemetzian mizeh v'neishlu mizeh. How do you know? So Levi comes and he comes straight to Ruvain, and he says, "You have to pay me a hundred dollars." Ruvain said, "I have to pay you anything." I owe it to Shimon, not to you. Rabbi Nassim says, no. You have to pay it to Levi. If Levi comes to you to a dintair, you have to pay it to him. Right? Say, no, I don't want to pay it to him. I don't pay it to you. I owe it to Shimon. Shimon, I know, is a nice guy. He's not going to collect the money. Right? Shimon owes you money. Go to Shimon. He doesn't want to go to Shimon. He wants to come to me. Rabbi Nassim says, that's his right. If whoever you owe money to, if they owe money to someone else, you have to pay directly to them. If they ask, because it says you have to give it. It's actually pasuk. You have to give it to the one you owe. It doesn't say to the one that you borrowed from. It says you want the one that you ultimately owe. If you owe it to someone who owes to someone, that's lasher ashamloi. That's what Rabbi Nassim says. So here also, the din of kark of Yisayim Shagavu kark of Achayvus Avim Achayv Chayzav Gaivais Tamehen, and its application to the case of the Shimon that bought the field by Achrayis, is a pshat like this. It's not 
It's not like the mace ever owned that karka. But since that karka was Meshubit to him, that's why he's collecting. And his Nechasim are Meshubit to his Balchayif. So included in the Shibit his Balchayif are the things that are Meshubit to him. So the Balchayif has considered to have a Shibud with Shibudu the Rabnasan on that karka. So if he ever collects it, the Balchayif is able to. To get it. It would sound like even if you didn't collect it, come to us, right? That's what it would sound like, right? It's interesting. Right? It would sound like even if you didn't collect it, right? It's Meshubitim. He should be able to, uh, he should be able to go. Let's say you have, um, right? The, 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 someone owed him money and he, and he died and he didn't have any character. But there's a fellow that owed the, Right, and owed him money, that owed the mace money, and has karaka. So could he go directly to that fellow and get the karaka? Maybe. Maybe there was a bishbuddha there of nothing. Right? So I don't know if they, if they were gave it. Taz says if he paid the money, then it'll be too late. If he paid the money, so the sheep has gone. But if he, if he paid him karaka, so the sheep is still considered to be there with the karaka. That's the pshat. Okay. So that's the machlaikas. Of Balchayiv l'mafreyu goyva mikanol abo goyva, and and um, that's the Gemara of uh, right. That's the Gemara's discussion about Rava. So now the Gemara gets to the Mishnah. Tanan nochi shelvus yisrael chemtzei acher pesach muda bahana. A guy that lent money to a yid for the yid's chametz was the mashkin after pesach muda bahana. Iam bishleim l'mafreyu goyva. If you say lemefreyu goyva amdulachim mutalana, that's why it's mutabana, because once he collects it, so lemefreyu was always his, so it always belonged to the guy. Aliyam mikano lebaul goyva, but if you say mikano lebaul goyva, my mutabana. Why is it mutabana? But the shoes of the Yisrael have a kite. It was it was b'shus of the Yisrael. He didn't collect it yet. So Gemara answers like Rashi said in the Mishnah, Achamay Eskina and Kesherhinu Etzli. We're talking about when it's Hivhinu Etzlite, when he gave it to the house of the of the guy. Right? So Mamela, since he had it as a mashkin, so then it is considered his. Right? That's what Ashi said in the Mishnah. Then you would say, even according to Rava. When he already actually had it in his house, it wasn't Machusagavaina. So then you say, even according to Rava. And we'll see more about it in the next year. Okay.